Tonight, the U.S. Senate plans to open the impeachment trial of President Trump after the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. Philippine authorities set a step-up contact tracing efforts after a Filipino returning from Dubai was found to have contracted the U.K. variant of COVID-19. Hong Kong authorities arrest nearly a dozen people accused of aiding pro-democracy activists who tried to flee the territory. And the Philippine National Police warns of perjury charges against respondents in the death of flight attendant Christine Dacera for retracting their previous statements. I'm Tony Velasquez. I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, two impeachments within his term. U.S. President Trump impeached by House lawmakers again, this time over last week's Capitol Hill riot. Trump will be tried in the Senate, but this is unlikely to begin until after the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. Here is tonight's top story. Outgoing U.S. President Trump faces trial at the Senate. This after the House of Representatives impeached him for encouraging violence at the U.S. Capitol with his false claims of election fraud. Today, in a bipartisan way, the House demonstrated that no one is above the law, not even the President of the United States. That Donald Trump is a clear and present danger to our country, and that once again, we honored our oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help us God. Trump is the first U.S. president to be impeached twice. Senators can vote to bar him from ever holding public office again. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says the Senate impeachment process will not start until next week. He says there's no chance a fair and serious impeachment trial of Trump could conclude before President-elect Joe Biden is sworn in on January 20th. After the final votes, Trump released a pre-recorded video on Twitter and YouTube using the White House account. But he did not talk about his impeachment, rather he focused on the violence at the Capitol and disavowed the use of violence by his supporters. I unequivocally condemn the violence that we saw last week. Violence and vandalism have absolutely no place in our country and no place in our movement. No true supporter of mine could ever disrespect law enforcement or our great American flag. No true supporter of mine could ever threaten or harass their fellow Americans. Another backlash from Trump's involvement in the storming of the U.S. Capitol, the New York City government severed three contracts with the Trump Organization. These include contracts to operate the Central Park Carousel, two skating rinks, and the Trump Golf Links at Ferry Point, a city-owned golf course in the Bronx. The New York-based Trump Organization has yet to comment. Meanwhile, social networking site Facebook has seen an increase in signals indicating potential future acts of violence in connection with efforts to contest the results of the U.S. presidential election since the Capitol siege last week. The FBI has warned of armed protests in dozens of states. In Washington, roads near the Capitol have been closed. At least 20,000 National Guard troops are ready to deploy in Washington for the swearing-in of President-elect Joe Biden on January 20th. 
The Philippine Health Department now recommends imposing a travel ban on the United Arab Emirates after a Filipino who had been to the Middle Eastern country caught the more infectious UK variant of COVID-19. Meanwhile, the mayor of Quezon City sees no need to impose a lockdown in the village where the patient lives. Details from Pia Gutierrez. The Philippines joins the growing list of countries reporting the new coronavirus variant, which first emerged in the United Kingdom, said to be more contagious. This was confirmed by the health department on Wednesday. The patient, a 29-year-old male who is a resident of Kamuning Village in Quezon City, left for Dubai with his girlfriend on December 27 for business purposes. He returned to Manila last January 7 via Emirates flight EK332. Both are now in quarantine. Among those who were also placed in quarantine were members of the village health response team and the employees of the hotel where he was first quarantined. Nakipagugnayan na rin ang DOH sa Department of Interior and Local Government upang magsagawa ng contact tracing hanggang sa third degree para sa mga magpopositibo sa variant. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere is urging passengers who were on the flight to cooperate with authorities. She admits challenges in efforts to get hold of the passengers, some of whom have been dropping their calls. Of the 159 passengers, excluding the case, 92 or 58 percent had already been contacted. Those who did not respond had unattended phones, numbers cannot be reached, wrong numbers or they have rejected the calls of our contact tracers. Our RESU and SESU are already engaged to physically locate the cases. Quezon City Mayor Joy Belmonte sees no need to place Kamuning Village under lockdown, saying the patient had not left the quarantine facility. The city government is also helping track passengers from Quezon City who were on the same Emirates flight as the patient. Belmonte also warns employers who are reportedly barring Kamuning residents from reporting to work, saying such actions are punishable under the city's anti-discrimination ordinance. Currently, Quezon City has more than 40,000 COVID-19 cases. That's according to the health department's COVID tracking website. In the meantime, President Rodrigo Duterte assures the public government is taking steps to prevent the UK variant from further spreading. The president hopes the new variant will not be more dangerous as the country reels from the health crisis. May bagong monster na naman. And I pray to God really na sana, sana na hindi ito more dangerous, more toxic than the original COVID. Yung ginagawa ng bakuna ngayon, bakuna laban dyan sa kaya mga bago ito titignan ng mga experts, mga doctors. The Department of Health is recommending a ban on the entry of foreign nationals coming from the UAE as well as the implementation of mandatory 14-day quarantines from Filipinos coming from the Middle Eastern country. The government has yet to include the United Arab Emirates in the list of countries with travel restrictions due to the new coronavirus variant. Hindi po sila nag-report na kung meron ba silang UK variant. So wala po silang lumalabas uh, na batayan para uh, sabihin na sila ay meron na. Pero ngayon, uh, we have the evidence to tell them, you have the UK variant now. Kaya nga, isasama natin sila 
sa mga magkakaroon na, na travel restriction. The Interagency Task Force on Emerging Infectious Diseases is also set to decide on Thursday whether to extend the travel restrictions which are set to expire on Friday. On the possibility of imposing stricter lockdowns, the government says it will make the decision based on the daily increase of COVID cases as well as existing capacity of health facilities. Despite this, the government urges the public to always follow health protocols to prevent more infections which could overwhelm the health system. Pia Gutierrez, ABS-CBN News. The Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus drug becomes the first COVID vaccine to be allowed emergency use in the Philippines. Philippine drug regulators say they cannot assure that a similar authorization can be given soon to the Chinese-made Sinovac. Christine Sabilio reports. The Food and Drug Administration of the Philippines granted an emergency use authorization for Pfizer-BioNTech's COVID-19 vaccine Thursday, just 21 days since its application. After a thorough review of the currently available data by medical and regulatory experts, the FDA today is granting an emergency use authorization to Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. The FDA said the review showed that the benefits of Pfizer's vaccine outweighed the risks. The rollout of the vaccine and its use in more than 5 million people worldwide has identified also severe allergic reaction in a few individuals. Therefore, the vaccinations must be done by health professionals trained to recognize and manage such adverse reactions. And they should have the resources at hand to respond, you know, to adequately respond and manage such cases. Through an EUA, Pfizer's vaccine can now be used in the country even if it's still under development. The FDA clarified that only the national government and other entities that it designates, be it local government units or private health facilities, can procure the vaccines. It cannot be sold commercially in pharmacies or by doctors. The EUA states that Pfizer's vaccine must be kept in cold storage under negative 80 to negative 60 degrees Celsius, and only those 16 years old and older can be vaccinated. Because the vaccine is still under development, those inoculated will have to be closely monitored. Meanwhile, the FDA said it's unsure if it can immediately process the EUA of Chinese firm Sinovac. Nag-submit ng application yung Sinovac. Nakita ko, pinadala pa lang nila yung clinical trial phase 1 and phase 2. So we will have to ask them for the clinical trial phase 3 report, which I believe maybe they might be collating now kasi several countries siya na ginawa ito. Domingo said they cannot start evaluation without the interim results of Sinovac's phase 3 trials, since it would show how safe and effective the vaccine is. Sinovac also does not have an EUA from a stringent regulatory authority or SRA. Russia and China's regulatory bodies are not considered SRAs under the World Health Organization's list, which is why there is no assurance that Gamalea Institute's application for an EUA could be finished in 21 days. AstraZeneca, which already has an EUA from the United Kingdom's stringent regulatory authority, will still need to respond to FDA's questions. In the meantime, some expressed concern over the high number of new COVID-related fatalities recorded in the past two days. The country's health chief said it's because of delayed reporting. Ayan po, I, uh, spread over yan, no? sa mga uh, nagdaan parahon na hindi lang po kaagad ito na i-report. At dahil na binavalidate pa natin itong mga uh, kaso o mga deaths, no? at saka lang minsan lumalabas na uh, nagkukumpul-kumpul yung datos natin. 
But according to the ABS-CBN data analytics team, a closer look at the numbers show 57 patients died from January 1 to 9 alone based on data reported on January 13. Christine Sabilio, ABS-CBN News. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte defends the government's decision to purchase COVID-19 vaccines from China's Sinovac, despite growing criticism on its efficacy. Duterte claims Sinovac's vaccines are just as good as those made by manufacturers from the U.S. and Europe. He adds he's not forcing anyone to have themselves inoculated with a Chinese vaccine. Hindi nagkulang ang Chinese, hindi sila nagkulang sa otak. Bright itong in-check at uh, they would not venture uh, kung hindi sapat, it is not safe, sure, and secure. Yung tatlo, it must be safe, sigurado, sure, and secure. That is the guarantee. It doesn't mean to say that the Americans or the Europeans and the EU uh, are better than the Chinese. Ako kung ano ang piliin ni Secretary Galvez. Kung ano yung responsibility niya, responsibility ko rin. Ultimately, Actually, sa lahat na ito, kung may bulyaso, yung aming sa gobyernong pinili at ninegosyate ngayon, kung may bulyaso, at the end of the day, akin talaga yung responsibilidad. Respondents in the death of Filipino flight attendant Christine Dacera, who retracted their earlier statements about the alleged presence of drugs during the incident, could face a criminal offense. That's according to NCRPO Chief Brigadier General Vicente Danao Jr., who says they could be charged with perjury since they made those statements under oath. Danao also denies allegations. The police coerced the respondents to make untrue statements. Unang-una, they've been coming out uh, sa different social media and the same story ang sinasabi nila. And nung nagsabi naman sila during their uh, uh, interviews at saka yung mga uh, information na inilabas nila sa kanilang uh, Facebook page mismo, wala naman silang kinwento na nabugbog sila. Okay, eh bakit ngayon biglang nagkaroon ng bugbogan? Okay. So hindi natin alam for whatever reason na sila lang nakakaalam. Meanwhile, the 12 occupants from room 2207, the other room that Nasera visited before she died, returned to the National Bureau of Investigation Thursday to give their sworn statements and undergo drug testing. They previously claimed there was no foul play in Nasera's death. 
Meanwhile, the Makati Hotel involved in the Dasera case may have its accreditation suspended if it cannot explain within 15 days why it violated quarantine guidelines. The Philippine Tourism Department has given the City Garden Grand Hotel until the end of January to explain why it allowed the leisure booking of Christine Dasera and her companions despite it being designated as a quarantine facility. The Tourism Department says the hotel had misrepresented itself as being allowed to accept guests for leisure or staycation purposes. The hotel's tourism accreditation may be suspended for six months, along with a revocation of its certificate of authority as a quarantine facility. It is also ordered to pay a fine of 10,000 pesos. The Sera was found unconscious in a bathtub of the hotel following a New Year's Eve party in a room she shared with her friends. Nearly a dozen people are arrested in Hong Kong for allegedly helping a group of pro-democracy activists who tried to flee the city for Taiwan. This report. Hong Kong police arrested 11 people on suspicion of aiding a group of pro-democracy activists who are accused of trying to escape Hong Kong, local media reported on Thursday. Those arrested range in age from 18 to 72 according to local broadcaster RTHK. Among them was Daniel Wong, a lawyer who tried to help the 12 people that were detained in mainland China last August, after Chinese authorities intercepted their boat, which was headed for Taiwan. The group faced charges related to anti-government protests in the Chinese-ruled city in 2019. Wong wrote on Facebook that police arrived at his apartment at 6 a.m., Police later told Reuters they were still gathering information and could not make any immediate comment. In late December, a Chinese court sentenced 10 of the 12 to between seven months and three years in prison for illegally crossing the border. The detainees' plight has drawn international attention, with human rights groups raising concern as their families said they were denied access to independent lawyers. Our final word tonight is a quote from Brandon Mull. Try as we might to postpone them, days of reckoning inevitably arrive. And that is The World Tonight, the 14th of January, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. And I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.